All of the newest episodes of Note to Self are now available on the Luminary Podcast app. It's free to download, and you can also listen to other podcasts from WNYC Studios, like Radiolab, Two Dope Queens, Snap Judgment, Here's the Thing with Alec Baldwin, and others. Luminary Premium is the only place where you can enjoy the entire new season of Note to Self, plus new original podcasts you won't find anywhere else, from Trevor Noah, Roxanne Gay, Guy Raz, Lena Dunham, and many more. And you can enjoy them ad-free. Start your free trial by going to luminary.link slash note to self or download the Luminary app for free. Listener supported. WNYC Studios. Hey, everybody. It's Note to Self. I'm Anoush Samarodi, and this is day one of our special series, No Filter, Women Owning It Online. We've teamed up with New York Magazine's The Cut to bring you five days of conversations with fabulous women of different generations with very different ideas about what it means to live well on the internet, from sexy selfies to questioning what it means to be a feminist right now. We cover it all with women like transparent actor Trace Lissette, painter Amy Sherald, she did that already iconic Michelle Obama portrait, You'll hear from a total hero of mine, TV news anchor Christian Amanpour, and the artist behind your favorite protest posters, Barbara Kruger. Some of them are younger than me, some are older. All have bent the internet to their will. Let's kick it off right now with Lele Pons. She calls herself a digital creator. Yes, I did use finger quotations. This job title doesn't really give you a sense, though, of just how huge Lele is. She's 21 years old. She has over 8 million YouTube subscribers and 23 million Instagram followers. When my producers told me that she was like the perfect 20-something to talk to about female empowerment online, I was like, Lele who? And see, that's because I'm too old. But then... I read a really kind of upsetting but intriguing profile of Lele by this woman. My name is Allie Jones, and I'm a senior writer at The Cut. Allie Jones, we wanted to talk to you first because the first conversation is with YouTube star Lele Pons. Lele is how you say it, not Lele. I (laughs) thought it was Lele, but it's not. It's Lele. Yes. (laughs) And you got to know Lele pretty well, didn't you? I did. I spent a couple days with her last year in L.A., getting to see how she creates these videos and does everything that she does. And your article, the the profile (laughs) you wrote of her is really funny because it's pretty deadpan. All you do is report what happens. And her life is so insane that just reporting what happens is incredibly, immensely entertaining. Tell us what you saw, what you experienced with her. Yes, I mean, I'm so glad that I'm here today because I feel like I still need to process <laughs> what I saw. It was really fascinating. I spent a day with her and everyone on her team who creates these videos. She has a director and a stylist and a makeup artist and friends who act in them with her. And I kind of got to see the nuts and bolts of the production and how she creates these videos. And it was very fascinating because she really goes by feel. There's no scripts. She just goes and kind of directs people how she wants them to act. And what results is a very popular product for young girls are watching these, you know, millions of views. Yeah, what do you think is the attraction? Like, I have to admit, I had not heard of her 
because I'm old, I guess, or just not the right mm-hmm. demo, essentially. What is it about her that mostly teenage girls, though, right, love, love about her? I actually heard about her because my boss's daughter, who I think was 12 at the time, was very obsessed. And I think it's this kind of broad comedy that she does. She's pulling funny faces. She's falling. She's, you know, mooning over boys. And I think that's very relatable to like a 12 or 13-year-old girl. Um, And there's no jokes that are flying over their heads. It's like the new Disney channel. It's very much geared towards what am I thinking about in third period in middle school. And she does that very well. Now, when I went to interview her, I was super curious to find out if she was going to be kind of meta about it or self-reflective. Did you find her to be sort of— No. (laughs) Um, I (laughs) think— There's no way to say that without sounding a little bit— No, and I I don't mean to sound rude. Um, I think there's a little bit of a disconnect because Lele is so in tune with her young audience. And she has such a savvy about Instagram and YouTube and kind of how to connect with these kids. And I think when it comes to more traditional forms of media, she clams up a little bit and Mm. maybe says what she thinks you want her to say. And so it, she was a tough interview. I mean, I it's— Okay, let's yeah. listen. Okay, I think I got her to be a little bit reflective. Mm-hmm. A little bit. Yeah. But at least what I did get her to do is explain what a young woman at 21 is capable of achieving online when she just does not give a crap what anyone thinks other than her audience. Right. Let's listen. My name is Lele Pons, and I am a digital creator. Do you remember the first time you made anything and posted it online? Yeah, I was 16 years old, and I got a bad grade. So when I saw that I got a 50 on the science test, mm. I decided to do a Vine about it. And I was just like, I hate school. Uh, uh. Like, it was like, it's not about, like, I hate school. Something that every sophomore, <laughs> after getting a bad grade, does. Complaining. So when did you realize that this was more than just, like, something to amuse yourself and your close friends? A year later, it was like when people started recognizing me, for sure. I mean, was that super weird, though? You were making these little videos and then people started recognizing you. It was so, so like, unreal because I would even tell my dad, puppy, like, someone recognized me and he would even not believe it. So sometimes we would (laughs) go outside and find people that would recognize me so he would believe it and I would believe it again because I was like, maybe it was a mistake. Let's go outside. And then we we went outside and, like, people started recognizing me. And then that's when my dad was like, oh, my God, you can be, like, an influence to people. You can, you're making people laugh. People like what you're doing. No one knew Vine was going to be big, especially the people that just first started it. Like right now, I feel like people sometimes enter social media thinking that they're going to become famous or popular. Yeah, totally. But in that moment, I did it for fun. And it wasn't even popular. And people in my school laughed at me for doing it. And I didn't care. Like, you know, it was like a diary that I kept. I learned that you do all your own video editing yourself. Yes, I like to edit myself. I like to do everything by myself. Like, well, obviously with a team, of course, but I like editing. I like to think of something that makes me happy and just do it, even if you're not that good at it. But Lele, you're very good at video editing. Tell me about that skill, developing that skill, and when you knew that you were really, really good at it. Because we don't see that side of you in the content you make, right? Yeah, I don't. People think I don't edit, but I do edit. Um, I don't know. It's just a creation. I have it on my mind, so no one can see what I have on my mind. So when I edit it, it's like I already edited it in my mind. So nobody else can do it, basically, because you you have it laid no, out in your head. No, nobody else can do it. I know what that yeah. feels like, because there's times when I make this podcast, and I'm like, I, I just can't explain it to you what I want to make to my wonderful team who helps me a ton, but 
It's just Mm -hmm. my weird warped brain that has to get it out onto the page. Yeah, it just shows how hardworking someone is, you know? But it also takes, like, believing that what's in your brain is worth getting out, don't you think? Yeah, exactly. It took me a while. People just don't understand, like, hey, why is it that this girl gets so many views more than other people? It's because I have built a brand. It's because I have been in this for five years, and I have edited my life away. I I know the game. I know how to do it, you know? So let's talk about what you make, because the series that we're doing is about how women from all ages represent themselves on the Internet. I want to talk about some of the themes that you have in your work. Um, There's the hot girl who's kind of like falls over a lot. She makes funny faces. She farts. Um, There's the crazy Latina girlfriend. Um, Oh, for sure. Yeah. There's the girl who's hating on school and didn't do her homework, those sorts of things. All that is true. All that is based on experiences, (laughs) let me tell you. Okay, but wait. Are you this woman or is she a character that you play? Because sometimes it's hard to know where the line is between the real you and the screen you. Is that on purpose? Me? I am crazier than the one that you see. Definitely. I am a a, a Latina (laughs) and I am a very jealous person when it comes to boyfriends. You know? It's the truth. I am. But not that much. Uh, But I I fall all the time. And, I, I but I'm, I'm, I'm basically like how all the girls are, but a little bit more loud about it. Okay, so wait. I have to tell you, you know, I think we're both feminists, but as someone in her 40s, like, it makes me a little nervous that you're perpetuating, like, the crazy Latina stereotype or the hot girl who's just a little bit clumsy. Like, I don't know. Those women can have it together, too, right? Oh, for sure. They can have it together. But what I do for social media is someone that I am. I'm not saying that everybody is like me. I'm going to say like, hey, all Latinas are this. That's how I am. You know, I'm very proud of who I am. I, I When people see me, they're like, Lele, like they, they feel like they know me because I only portray how I am or what I am inside. For example, one of the things I, I show is, you know, puberty, like as an inspiration, like it's OK if you have pimples. It's OK that if you're bullied. But at the same time, I show that I'm like kind of a boss as a woman, you know, There's one Instagram picture in particular where you see you sort of, I don't know, maybe 13, 14, compared to a snapshot of you now. Where So you're like this awkward girl, and then you see like this kind of blonde, bombshell, sexy woman that you've become. A lot of women, for a lot of women, it's all about like how good you look, you know? Either because you you want a boyfriend or you feel lonely or you want to just impress, you know? We like to feel pretty. But at the same time, like what I want to show is that it's okay to not be, because you have two sides. Right, but like, to be clear, you turned into a leggy blonde woman. You're you're very Hollywood looking. Like, do you think you would have had as much success if you, or, or needed to make different kind of work if you were not someone who is so easy on the eyes? Um, no, because I, I'm someone that really never really cared about how she looks. I, I never did, and I think that's something that people admire. But the thing is that what they follow me is because they see me evolve. They remember me when I had a, before my nose job and then after my nose job when I told them I got a nose job. They've been through with me through a lot. So they can see it's like a daughter. You see her like through her stages until she gets married and she's all beautiful. And like I didn't like just the first day already pretty. I was in school. I was a mess. I had braces on. I took my braces off. I cut my hair. I didn't cut my hair. That sort of things. Like that's why people like me because they see an evolution, you know. And do you think you're espousing an evolution? Like, because a lot of your biggest fans are between the ages of, let's say, like, 
seven years old and 19 years old, younger mm-hmm. girls who are looking to you to sort of see what they should do. What What do you think the message is to them? There is definitely a message. It's just literally to be yourself, to not be afraid to like be judged by who you are. My biggest beauty tip is to literally be happy and smile. <laughs> it's a glow that so you're going to have in your face. I guess if you have 23 million people following you on Instagram, that's probably a good sign that people are into who you are. Or at least who you're portraying yourself to be. More from Lele Pons, the real Lele Pons, we think, after this. We're back. I'm Manoush Zamarodi. And this is No Filter, a special series from Note to Self and our friends at New York Magazine's The Cut. Every day this week, we are hearing from a badass woman about how she's owning it online. And these women are of all ages, but we are starting with the youngest, Instagram and YouTube star Lele Pons. She has tens of millions of followers, and most of them are teen and tween girls. And some of them want more from her than just a quick lol. I do give my some of my fans my number. I don't know why. Your I did number? That. Your phone number? Yeah, uh, some of them have it. Just like those that, that really do need help or like that I've seen that they've shown the most support. Can you give me an example? An example is like, hey, I'm getting bullied in my school. You know, I told them you should ignore uh, the, the bullies. Everything's going to be okay. Life will go on. School is just four years. It's going to get better. Look at me. I gave my examples and see if they take it in. And I, and I help them a lot. So um, on the web with all these platforms, we've talked about some of the wonderful things like you can be creative. You can tell people funny stories. You can create a community, all these great things. But of course, we know that the internet is also a place of trolls and haters and all those things. Yes. Do you have haters? Oh, my God. I think I'm one of the ones that has that the most. Really? Yeah. Because the bigger you are, the more haters you will have. But I've never responded to any hate. I always ignore it and mute it. Someone's going to tell you, hey, you're ugly. Cool. (laughs) Like, (laughs) that's amazing. You're not funny. All right. Who gives a shit? Okay, cool. Like, what are you going to do? Like, you can't appeal to everybody. And that's something that I have learned. You really can. And if you think that you're going to be likable or like to everybody, you're in the wrong business. You and I sort of talked about how girls, young women respond to you. But what about boys and men? Like, how do they respond to the work that you do? Do you think that they just watch you because they think you're really hot and funny and they wish you were their girlfriend or is there more I to make it? That, I make sure they don't. A lot of men are just like, uh, don't like me at all because I'm someone that just like is not the ideal person. Hmm. The boys that follow me are boys that like to listen, you know? Oh, they're the men that are fans of our show too. That's nice. Yes. But my men are not like people that are just like, oh, she's hot. My guy fans are very nice. I know that. Or they wouldn't be my fans. Okay, so I want you to imagine yourself a decade from now. Mm-hmm. Will you still be doing this? What will you be doing? I want to get married eventually from a decade. But, I, uh, but I'm always going to be doing something that I love. Like a year ago, I did not know I was going to be dancing right now. And I'm dancing, you know? I thought I was going to be just doing Vine and going to college. And right now I'm doing YouTube. And I've been in a couple of movies and I judge Miss Universe. It's all about evolving. It's all about like, what is next for me? What is, gonna, what is the next thing that's going to make me happy? Okay, so Lele, when you're not talking to people like me or making 
stuff or Instagram or YouTube, like, what's your yeah. favorite thing to do that no one gets to see? Mm, let's see. What is it that? Let me see something I that no one knows that I like to do. Um, TED Talks. Nobody knows. No one knows that you like to no. sit and watch TED Talks by yourself. Yes, no one knows. Well, we won't tell them. No, you can tell. <laughs> it's a good thing to say. <laughs> Lele, this is awesome. Thank you so much for your time. Of course. You are a hard worker, and I really admire you for it. Thank you so much. Yeah. I admire you, too. Thank, Thank you. you. Be well. Bye. Okay, so that was my interview with Lele. Did you feel like you had a different side? It does seem like she is focusing now more on saying, oh, you know, I try to be inspirational, and maybe that's her new message. And I wonder how true that really is or how true that feels to her. It's hard. Like, I want—I feel so conflicted about her. Like, Mm -hmm. Allie, I can't—like, on the one hand, I want to almost look at her as my role model of someone who is so— not worried about what anyone thinks, so capable of making the internet do what they want it to do. But then I feel guilty because I feel like I just don't quite get it with the videos. But again, maybe I'm looking for something that isn't really meant to be there. I feel the same conflict because when I was researching this piece, I watched a ton of the videos and it never quite clicked for me as entertainment. But I don't think that it's meant for me or for us. It's what these young kids want to watch, and she really taps into that. I think she's the fastest-growing person on Instagram right now. Her Instagram stories were the most viewed in 2017. Are we like, you know what, and that's cool because— Lele is funny and she's, oh God, please don't make me use the word empowered, but okay, empowered. Like, is this a good thing? I think it's good for her. (laughs) And I think we can, you know, feel good about that. She really is in control over her own image. She's making all her own money. You know, this is really what she wants to be doing. Is this the best role model for young girls? I don't know, but I don't know what the alternative is, really. I think what I find very good and empowering about her is this idea that she has it in her head and it never occurs to her to question that what she's thinking might not work out, might not be good. Like, she just does it. Like, it's in her mind. She executes. She does it. It happens to be incredibly successful. But if there's one thing young women and girls can take away, the fact that, like, what's in your mind is valid and you should see it through. Like, there doesn't seem to be much self-doubt. No, not at all. I thought one of the most fascinating things spending the day with her um, was she really does direct her set. And there are these kind of like grizzled, like 40-year-old guys working the camera. And she tells them exactly where to go. And she places everyone in position. It is all coming from her mind. She doesn't write anything down. And it's like her first instinct. She goes with it. And it works. If I could have a little bit of that, then it's all good. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Note to you, listeners, especially the young women out there. Yeah, listen to your instincts. Take that lesson from Lele. Allie Jones, senior writer at The Cut, thank you so much for being here. We've got your colleagues coming up back to back to back four days in a row this week with some really intense and thought-provoking and at times difficult conversations with women from all ages about how they use the internet, how they express themselves, how they expose themselves, how they find themselves on the internet. I think we're all kind of 
in an exploration period when it comes to figuring this out. I'm very excited. Thank you so much for having me. Okay, tomorrow, day two of our No Filter series, it's transparent actor Trace Lissette, who has a very different perspective on constructing her truest self online. She is the trans woman who made allegations against Jeffrey Tambor of sexual harassment. And she has, not only is she an amazing actor, but she has some really interesting ideas about how to be sexy and political at the same time. Subscribe to Note to Self so you don't miss it. And visit notetoselfradio.org and thecut.com to see portraits of the women that we've been talking to and, of course, to read Allie's article about Lele. Also, we want to hear from you. It wouldn't be a Note to Self series without your voice. So one quick question. How do you portray yourself online? Record your voice memo on your phone. Send it to us at notetoself at wnyc.org. You can also record a message right in your browser. Yes, we have some new technology. If you go to notetoselfradio.org slash share, try it out. You can, of course, also always tweet at us uh, or find us on Facebook. Use the hashtag #OwnIt. The Note to Self team is Jen Poyant, Kat Aaron, Megan Kunane, and Joe Plourd. Justine Daum joined us to put together this series. She was vital. Plus, many thanks to Keegan Zima, Ernie Indradat, and Anya Zhuzik for their help, too. Hannes Brown composed the music for No Filter. Note to Self is a production of WNYC Studios. I'm Manoush Samarodi. <laughs> 